0: Hey there and welcome back to a very special uh, emergency It's like it's an emergency It's it's important It's not that important But episode of A Conversation for One Uh, If you guys haven't seen this kind of a big deal uh, If you're a horror fan uh, They've completely scrapped the dark universe And Lee Winnell of Insidious 3 and Upgrade Upgrade by the way, fantastic film, check that out Has signed on to direct The Invisible Man yeah this is crazy he signed on to direct the invisible man under blumhouse blumhouse now has the universal reigns and they're going to take control of the universal properties which is kind of a sad thing but also a good thing like a better thing it's great it's not that sad but uh yeah i wasn't going to talk about the dark universe but this news is big so i'm just going to jump right into it First of all, let me just say, I am going to be devastated uh, that if they don't include Dracula Untold in this thing. But that's, that's seemingly what's going to happen. It seems here that the Dark Universe, as it stood, whether you include Dracula Untold, like me, uh, or just see it as the mummy with Tom Cruise, that whole shared universe is scrapped. Uh, as far as I can see, judging from the article that Variety had... Um, it seems that um, there's definitely a chance that the people, like the actors and writers and directors, uh, if they if their vision complies with Blumhouse, um, that they'll have the reins to do the film they want it. But it seems like the whole interconnected part that the Dark Universe was really going to push for, it seems like that's kind of taking a back seat a little bit, um, which I don't really know how I feel about that. I would like, I would much prefer it if they were connected, but even if it's just kind of like tongue in cheek or it seems like it's in like a similar environment, that's okay. Because realistically until like the later films, like the thirties and forties and fifties for universal horror, Except for when you get into, like, House Of and, like, The Abbott and Costello. You didn't really know if they were in the same universe. Like, there's nothing really that ties them all together. You just kind of figure that they are. And I would honestly be okay with that for this new universe. I don't know if it's going to be a universe. I don't know if they're just going to make universal monster films. It's all kind of up in the air, really. But Lee Winnell has signed on to do uh, The Invisible Man, which is, is crazy. It, it he might That might not be the first film from what I've been reading, but, like... That's one of my favorite films of all time, 1933. Uh Yeah, The Invisible Man. 33 was a solid year for film by the way. If if you're into horror, it's got some great ones in there like King Kong, really really solid year. Yeah, I just I don't know what to expect. Honestly, I am a little bummed because like when you had you had Dracula Untold and you have The Mummy. The Mummy like it's not the worst movie in the world, it's really it's down it's downfall was that it it tried way 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 too hard to shoehorn too much like too much like if you thought like Batman versus uh, Batman versus Superman had too much or you thought Iron Man 2 had too much like the mummy just like jammed it down your throat like it alluded to like the creature from the Black Lagoon it alluded to like the Hunchback the Phantom there was like nods to like Van Helsing apparently there was like Then you had Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde. You had The Mummy. You had... um Oh, jeez. This is going to bug me. Apparently, you had something else. And so... It's just too much. It was too much. If they just... Even if they just kind of winked that, like... Like, I know, like, they really tried to downplay Dracula Untold. But if you think about it, like... You have Dracula Untold. That's Dracula. His whole mythos cleared up one movie. You have The Mummy. That mythos cleared up one movie. And, like... Even if if Universal decided to not go with Blumhouse, if they just, like, rolled the dice on one more film, you have all that background, right? Like, you don't have to tie it in so heavily with The Mummy. You just make another film and, you know, just downplay a lot of the stuff, right? It doesn't have to be, like, a super, super sequel, like, where they're, like, hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm. Like, you could have had, like, the next film apparently was going to be The Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. Apparently, for this new film with Lee Winnell johnny depp is not going to be in this film although variety that makes that article variety it said that he might be able to come back which i would love to see like i know i'm jumping all over the place but it's just crazy i'm just seeing this and it's like wow like like it's one of my favorite franchises and so the fact that it's just getting rebooted again they just keep trying and failing trying and failing so like i really hope that it works but i would have loved to have seen um Bill Condon's uh Bride of Frankenstein, I would have loved to have seen uh the creature from the black lagoon that's been in like developmental hell for years and years. Uh, and you know like the Invisible Man, Johnny Depp, you know what? That might have been okay. Like honestly, that would have worked. Like as long as he wasn't too Johnny Depp, I would have been okay. I would have been down for that to be perfectly honest. It's just especially like the Mummy, Dracula Untold, fairly standard action film with some horror parts. The Mummy, though, I found just couldn't figure out what it wanted to be. It wasn't really horror. It wasn't really action. It wasn't really funny. It just, like, it kind of, like, dipped its toe into, like, a bunch of stuff, but, like, just never committed to anything, which is, like, it's, it's unfortunate. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that The Mummy is a good film. I'm not going to tell you I love The Mummy or that I even enjoyed it. But it definitely had promise. And even though it wasn't, like, the, the best, like, first or second step, depending on how you're looking at it, it was still a step, right? It's easy to fix it. Like there's been tons of series where there's one bad start or there's one bad film and they just keep going and it it turns out to be all right or at least salvageable. Right. So I don't know if this from what I understand, this is the end of the dark universe, which is too bad. They definitely jumped the gun there. But I think it would be incredibly smart if Blumhouse did their own films, but acknowledged those films like, I don't know if they're going to do a universe and if they don't, that's fine. But I just feel like universal paid like what? 200, 200,000, thousand, 200 million for the mummy that alone. is like, you sure you want to just like abandon this, but, um, yeah, I know. I like, I'm honestly a little on the fence about Blumhouse. Like I love their movies. I really do, but it's very hit and miss. They could have like a film that's like incredible. Another film that's like good. But then they have a film that's like, blah, and like, it feels cheap. So that's kind of like the one thing I hope they don't do. I hope they don't cheap out, and I hope they don't rely too heavily on jump scares. I I just want a solid story, right? Like, it doesn't even have to be intelligent. It just has to be, like, solid. Like, I just need to feel like there's a start and a finish. I got my monsters, and I I got what I paid for, right? And uh, I'm also kind of hoping the budgets aren't crazy and also not cheap. Like, having a cheap budget is good for a lot of reasons like it it makes you like hone in on what you're actually trying to produce like you show less of the monster and you focus more on the story right or less fantastical and more like reality which is good right sometimes but we're we're talking about monsters here but as we saw with the mummy and even a little bit with dracula untold you don't want to give Huge, huge budgets. Like anything over 150 million or 100 million, I think is too much. I I really do. Like I love it like a sweet spot, like 60 million or 50 million to make these movies enough that they can get good effects, good like practical effects, good story, and like a solid runtime. But nothing where like it's so over the top that you you're kind of taken out of it. I found like the Mummy had that a lot. Dracula Untold definitely had that too. Just just give me like one scene one scene where it's over the top and that's all that's already like a lot right if you think about any of the classic universal monster films you see the monster like like any godzilla film or like slasher film you see like the, the 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 monster character for maybe like a sixth or a fifth of the film and i think that's the sweet spot unless like they're gonna make it character based like character focus like we're focusing on the invisible man the entire time which great i'd love that um then that's really the only reason I I I would I'd, I'd like to see that. But yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen. I really I really don't. And the dark universe is such like a hard thing to even talk about because nothing happened, right? Nothing happened. I mean, they tried with the wolfman, which is good for some things, but was abandoned right from the get-go and then they they were like serious, like Dracula Untold, that's our baby and as i talked about my actually my very first podcast I, I think it's an incredibly underrated film it should have been the first film um and it fell short and then they invested in the mummy which is so rich with lore it really is like there's a couple scenes where you're like wow like i can't wait like it just it tugs at your heartstrings it's kind of like van helsing if you're late run like hell don't be late Van Helsing, a film by Stephen Summers. Van Helsing is a sore spot for a lot of people that like Universal Monster films, but it it definitely paid homage to to them, right? Like, it had, even though like now it looks like a video game, it's still very much a guilty pleasure film for me. You have Van Helsing, you have werewolves, you have vampires, you have Frankenstein's monster, you have Dr. Frankenstein. You have, like, the whole kind of, like, Transylvania, like, Bavaria kind of, like, landscape. And what crushes me, it it literally crushes me. I, I found out that they were going to do a creature from a Black Lagoon scene. Like, in a dungeon, he was going to be, like, chained up, the creature, the like gill And they cut it for some reason. Like, you can still see, like, the concept art for it. Oh, but, man, that, that kills me. And, uh, but, yeah, stuff like that is, like, yeah, they're going to do it. And it fell short. So when it got to the mummy... And the mummy was, like, being advertised, like, up the fucking yin-yang. Sorry for my curse there, but, like, it was everywhere. Like, the budget seemed to have no end. Like, it was just, they're just throwing money at this thing. And you see stuff for, like, Creature of the Black Lagoon. You see vampire fangs. You see, like, just hints and little nods to everything. It's, uh, it was a little crushing to know, like, after that kind of, like, didn't hit the numbers they were doing, like kind of like amazing spider-man too like still like successful still he like brought people into the theater and they're like eh, i don't know and to me that seemed kind of like a weak move to be perfectly honest like i was talking a little bit earlier like it wouldn't have been impossible to just make another film and just allude to that film or mention that film but you don't have to have tom cruise in the movie your next movie you really don't right you could have easily sam jackson that thing like bill conan does his like bride of frankenstein it's set kind of like in a similar time frame or whatever and then you have dr jekyll come in or you have dracula come in anything right or even like even like yes like i know somebody who like could help us with this and like the picture uh, is of like luke evans right anything anything would have worked so i don't know i was reading that all of these films for blumhouse are going to be not bound by any specific rules or laws, uh, in regards to a universe, it's going to be whatever the creative mind like agrees on with the studio or whatever they come to terms with. So like if Buddy wants to make Creature from a Black Lagoon and it's set in the fifties and it's like an exact retelling kind of vibe, but like modern, like filmed with a more modern-y sense. And the next film they do is, uh, like Hunchback and it's set like present time that's fine and they don't even have to be related which again the only thing i'd ask for like pretty please is like just kind of make it feel like i could believe they're in the same world right even if it's even if they're not right just kind of have that similar sort of feel sort of aesthetic like the universal original monster films span from the th- like well really the 20s but like the 30s to the early 50s with the creature films right and some of the Abbott and Costello that's all that's three decades and yet still they feel connected they feel one and the same and I think honestly the Invisible Man is the perfect film to get this thing going right the Invisible Man really isn't horrific he's not scary He's he's literally like an insane man with like basically unlimited power like really being invisible is like a power most people would wish for right when it comes to like that it's like flight strength mind reading right being invisible is usually up there right and i think like a it could win over like new horror watchers right because it's like it's fantastical it's like um it's definitely like it's sci-fi but it's not hard sci-fi. It's a very simple take, right? Like, they can make it a little more hard sci-fi. They could definitely, like... Like, the 80s fly compared to the 50s fly, right? Same concept, but you sp- you spice it up, really. You you, you you give it some roids. You fill it out. And I think that that would be a good take. But you could definitely get, like... Your classic horror monster fans. Like, now that it's, like, with a studio that's, like, known for horror... And known for stories, right? And then you 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 know you have all of these properties I think you could definitely win back some of the people that like went to see The Mummy and were scorned or went to see Dracula Untold and wanted to see where that was going or even older you could see like people that really liked, like like uh, what is this Stephen Somers uh, his like Mummy films and like Van Helsing you have those maybe those crowd you know you could attract really anybody with this and also too you, you're going to attract everybody that likes a Blumhouse horror film and that's basically what you want you, you keep the the budget small 50 million 60 million and you have the universal and you have blumhouse You're, it's it's it should be a, a smash like i know the mummy was supposed to be like like gangbusters numbers and that's what we all know what happened there i'm just really hopeful i would honestly hate passionately if they were to start this again and then nothing happens Like, you met. Can you just imagine that? Like, they get everybody pumped up for this. All right, we're trying it again. And they make The Invisible Man, and either A, fans like it, but no one sees it, or no one likes it and makes decent numbers, or both. Like, you know, like no one sees it, no one likes it, right? Like, that, I don't know, right? Like, what do you do? Do you, like, you hodgepodge them together and you start again? Like, i just hope that they're open to anybody like if tim burton wants to come in and they they agree on numbers let them loose if guillermo del toro wants to come in and he's good with numbers let them loose jordan peele wants to come in let them loose m night wants to come in let them loose like even up-and-comers veterans whatever if it works let them do it i i think like if you're not going to do a universe let them have the most creative visions they possibly can right keep them honed in to the fact like for budget and for like mass audience appeal but don't like studio like watchdog them right like I think that's probably going to be like the downside of this I don't know what Blumhouse is usually known for Uh, I don't know if they like usually are like really tough on their directors or their producers or writers but I think like this could be honestly a really good thing if all of the pieces come into place yeah I don't know I'm just I'm hopeful I wish I could talk more about the Dark Universe. Like I loved dracula Told for what it was. I don't think. Again, I'm usually like the purveyor of like films that are like cast in a negative light, but I really do think that that film got like a bad rep. Like I really do. So much you could do with that, and it was like rich with lore. It came out like right when like peak Game of Thrones times were like. It's still Game of Thrones is still massive. It's huge. It's like one of the biggest franchises in the world. But it had that kind of element. It, so it had like the medieval kind of take it had the fantastical, it had the horror, it had the action and uh, it just didn't make like the numbers, like the, the reviews were average it was like 60%, 70% and it made like a 30 million dollar box office, which isn't crazy but when you saw The Mummy, right, like got shit reviews, like 20, 30% and I think it only made something like a, like a 25 million budget or 25 million like profit which when you're spending like 200 plus like million dollars on a film like oh my gosh right and uh, it's just funny how that like happened right the mummy you had like alex kurtzman and uh i don't know if robert orsi was involved but they're like no 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 we're, we're taking full control here and they like kibosh dracula and Troll, they they kibosh like any like edits that were going to be done to the film and they're like this is it we're going to let a first-time director do this massive film that's going to spearhead this like huge franchise and then it doesn't pay out and what do the guys do they leave whether universal like like threw them out or what but it's just like oh like that's like inviting like that one guy to the party and then like he pukes or like he shits on the coats and then he just sees himself out That's basically what happened. Like, it was going to be a good thing, and right away it got ruined, and that person wasn't even held responsible. No one's going to even know who it is. It's not like they're a big-time director who ruined it. The only people who are going to really know are, like, the fans. And for that, like, it's it's hard to forgive, but it's kind of a blessing too, right? Whether you look at it as one or two films, whether they connect it, which is still, like I said, is kind of cool. All the actors that had signed on or were in talks to play are still all able to play those characters if they come to the right terms with the directors and writers which i think would be great because some of those picks i'd love like angelina jolie as the bride of frankenstein and javier bardem as as the frankenstein's monster i i couldn't agree more with those picks perfect like perfect picks like if i was to fan cast i don't do that but if i was going to that's definitely what i would have picked um like i said johnny depp you know i could see it i could see it working i really could i'm not the biggest johnny depp fan but i could see that working for the invisible man he's not going to be the invisible man but i just meant i just mean that they had solid picks and i don't think it's too far-fetched to think that that would that would have been a thing so yeah it's kind of exciting so the dark universe as we know it is almost potentially 100 percent dead um it's very dark <laughs> dark universe um And Blumhouse has the reins. I do wish that, like, they had done something with, like, Guillermo del Toro. But it seemed like Blumhouse was really wanting this. Whether they were wanting it... I don't think they were being, like, like selfish either. I don't think they were wanting it for the characters. I think, like, they're going to handle this responsibly. Hopefully I don't bite my, my tongue about this, like, in a few years. But... I think, like, they actually want this for, like, a real reason. And I think it's because it's, like, a passion. I think it's something they love and it's something they would, like, they're going to do right. I think when you know you have those characters and people have been scorned so many times and hurt, I think, like, the pressure's on to get it right. And I don't think it's going to be something they mess around with, especially when Blumhouse is all about the numbers. I think they're going to do this right, and I'm very, very hopeful. It's been a long time since we've gotten, like, a lot of Universal Monsters and it's, it's good, because if there's going to be a studio that revitalizes them, that, like, re-innovates them, it's going to be Blumhouse. And it's honestly what it needs. Like, sure, there's, like, the classics. People love them for one reason or another. But you're not getting a lot of new viewers to those. And even more obscure are the Hammer films, which came out in the 50s, 60s, 70s, right? Even less people know about those. And they're newer, right? They, they haven't stood up stood the test of time as much as even the old, old films, and then you have some tricklings here and there in the 70s and 80s. And then, like I was saying, you have The Mummy films and Van Helsing. And even though they were, like, immensely popular and they did well in the box office, they just didn't take off, right? They didn't. It didn't work. The Mummy worked, but nothing else did. They didn't do anything else, which is kind of a shame. But it's the 90s, it's 2000s, that's done now. Like, there's no more tears. And then just kind of sprinkling in stuff here and there, right? Like, you have... I don't actually even know. I don't think Bram Stoker's Dracula is universal, but I kind of have a feeling that like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was, I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong, but then you had stuff like, uh, the Wolfman and you had like, like getting up to normal, like kind of current times, like 2010, 2011 up till now. And nothing's really caught. Like no one really knows like the universal monsters. They don't really know like they're connected. And I think that's honestly kind of a shame. So Blumhouse please do this right like please 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 do this right because it would be so great to have these back like and I know it can happen like seeing what's happened with Godzilla people were hurt with 98 people didn't watch the Millennium like Toho series and that's a long time right like that's like people who know Godzilla know him as like that like that kitschy kind of thing like from like the 50s and 60s and 70s from Japan and like They might know the like the Versus series, like the Heisei series, but they might not, and really all they know is like the ninety eight, right? But then here we are. Two thousand fourteen Godzilla comes out. People love it, right? People want more of it. People are psyched for Kong Skull Island. People are or they were psyched for it. It did really well and it did and it was really good. And like I'm sure people are just as ecstatic for like King of the Monsters, right? It's gotten a lot of positive feedback on the YouTube on YouTube from what I've seen. Like the, the amount of views is crazy people on twitter on like instagram like they're ready for it and just think about it like those films those original films if they hadn't seen anything are from the 50s and 60s and 70s not quite as old as 30s 40s 50s but you know what i mean like it just takes that right film that one film get it going get it started and just keep pumping them out right just keep going right after that and i honestly i'm so excited for this like it's sad. I would have loved to have seen what happened with the Dark Universe, but if you shoot yourself in the foot twice, you got no feet to walk on, and um, that's exactly what they did. So, Blumhouse, please don't mess this up. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, if Guillermo del Toro does not direct one of these films, I'll, I can rest easy knowing I have The Shape of Water. Um, yeah, Leigh uh, he did great things. Uh, Insidious three probably my favorite of the insidious films other than the first one which he wrote so and upgrade honestly guys i was gonna do a little mini episode on this watch upgrade it's perfect especially if you love black mirror it is like the it is like a film version of black mirror it is like lean and mean and it's perfect it's like a solid like hour 30 runtime, and it's just constant it's quick it's fast paced it's smart and uh yeah i I saw a lot of good things about it, but I thought there's no way this could be good. And I watched it and I didn't look at my phone once. And I was thinking about it for like a week. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Fantastic film. I'm sure he'll do the invisible man. Right. And, uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm really excited for it. And, uh, I'm excited to see what else they do. I really hope Bill Condon comes back to do Bride of Frankstein. As I said, I would love to see that cast. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Like they, they have so many properties. Really. They do like, so many characters so many different like storylines and if it goes right it's it's a it's a well that like will never run dry it really won't and uh yeah just really excited to see what happens <laughs> like i was I, I don't really have too too much to say about dark universe because it's only two films but i'm definitely going to be following this pretty closely so yeah so i kind of just had to get this out of the way because i was just super excited um and uh yeah so just keep up to date with me i'm gonna be talking about this probably in the next few episodes like here and there like not as a main point but see whenever there's news i'm gonna be talking about this because i am just excited i say this now but i'll probably never talk about it again but who knows right who knows so yeah also guys uh make sure you check out outro apparel uh i uh they've released a lot of good stuff i finally got some stuff i'm gonna do a little post about it i got my hat i got my sweater they're great they're fantastic i wear them everywhere just amazing. You can find them at outraapparel.ca and uh check them out on Instagram at, at outra apparel. That's O-U-T-R-A-A-P-P-A-R-E-L. And uh everything you buy, 10% of it, goes to mental health and awareness and like research. And I can't tell you enough how important it is. As somebody who's who has suffered from mental health problems like in his past, uh it is it is something that like nobody should have to deal with alone and this company is doing really great things so you make sure you check those out as for me you can find me on twitter at acfo podcast and also you can find me at acfo podcast on instagram make sure you check those out give them a follow i'm posting on there regularly um and also if you guys want to listen to me well i don't know where you're listening to me from but also thank you very much for listening uh you can find me on uh apple Podcasts. you can find me on soundcloud spotify google play music overcast dog catcher Uh, i'm sure i'm gonna have more soon i've been working on getting on stitcher and uh yeah make sure you like like rate review subscribe you know i sound like a youtuber but honestly just if any of those things really helps and uh i'm doing this for you guys and i'm doing it for me but it's not a business so any like kind words or any insight is just to help me do a better podcast um, so yeah, um, thanks for listening guys. And, uh, just real quick, uh, this podcast is produced by, uh, the very beautiful and very charming Victoria Chubb and by me, less charming, uh, Tyler Horlings. And uh, so, yeah, I'll catch you guys soon. Make sure you keep your ears peeled, peeled for Tron volume two. I swear to God it's happening. I've been working on it. Your guys are going to love it. It's been a long time in the making, but I'm sure you guys are just gonna like be blown away by it. Maybe not, who knows? But just keep your eyes peeled for that. Keep your ears peeled? I don't know. Anyways, guys, Tyler out. Do you like gin? It is my only weakness. To a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs>